Welcome to Egg Food What, the first and only podcast about people eating stuff. My name is Mike Lisk. Hello, everybody. Welcome once again to another episode of Egg Food What. My name, and I think this is the first time I'll have said it without being prompted, so Mike's going to be very proud of me. Yeah. I am Greg Wilson. Welcome to the show. <laughs> How about that? Very good. I appreciate it. I'm not it. saying that's my Christmas gift to you. <laughs> Although now that I think about it, it probably has to be. But uh -huh. yes, like this it. is our uh, Christmas edition. We want to wish everybody. Uh, what was that? Well, Christmas noises. Uh, you, uh, you brought you brought some sound effects. Oh, good for you. Uh, tap, tapping a pen against the. Very the professional. Glass. I should have thought thought of something like that. Well, you didn't. And no. Now the fans have to suffer. Oh. Uh -huh. <laughs> Merry Christmas, fans. Mike uh -huh. hates you. Uh huh. I know you had to be dragged from your bed. You're uh, suffering under the. What what do you got? Do you have the flu strain or? No, I think what happened, and this isn't going to be my proudest moment. I the other day Monday, I got some. I got an Arby's roast beef because things are good. <laughs> things are uh, good. <laughs> you uh, treated yourself. Treated myself. <laughs> Where do you go when uh, things are bad? Same Arby's. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. It's like an alcoholic with good uh -huh. celebrating, not good. Boom, Arby's. Uh huh. Uh, now I got two sandwiches and ate one, and sometimes I forget I'm not 19 anymore. So I was like, uh, I'll have the second one later," uh, and I left it out, just sitting on the counter. And like eight hours later, I go, "Oh," and I eat it. And then the next morning, I woke up like four in the morning. I feel like my I feel like I'm my body temperature is 180 degrees, uh, which is I don't know why I said I should have just said 200, <laughs> and I puked my brains out. Oh. And I, I, since then, I've been okay. I've just been a little listless. Uh -huh. I just haven't felt like eating, you know, yeah. which I'm sure doesn't help. But, uh, uh, you know, but other than that, I'm fine. But, you know. So, you yeah, uh, the other Christmas gift uh, we're giving ourselves this week uh, is we're not going to eat anything. We didn't uh, eat any Chinese takeout this week. Um, this is, a, like I said, a special Christmas edition of Egg Fuwa. <laughs> That's my gift to me. And it's it's our gifts to each other. <laughs> uh, we we decided that uh, we don't need a dish this week, and uh, I wholeheartedly agreed. And uh, I feel well, a little I think, better. Didn't it go? Didn't it go? I think I was like, yeah, I've been you know really sick. You were like uh, chicken and broccoli tonight. <laughs> well, I, I I kept it easy. You know, that's <laughs> like a that's a simple dish. <laughs> I try. I was thinking of you like chicken soup. <laughs> this is the Chinese equivalent of chicken soup. Oh, I was like, wow. I, chicken I love, with broccoli. I love my Chinese food, but I don't know if it's what you want to think about when you're not uh, when your gut's a little bit not at a hundred percent. Even though chicken soup is readily available at your Chinese takeout. Yeah, true. People people should remember that chicken noodle uh -huh. soup. I like your professionalism, though. <laughs> I don't want to hear it. Keep bringing Shut it up. back to chicken the food. <laughs> But uh -huh. so then we decided, you know what, let's just have a nice uh, non-eating kind of ce Christmas celebration, holiday, a little bit of reflection, uh, send off for the, uh, for the, what I think what's been a big year, uh, I say for the two of us, but what the two of us do before this year, <laughs> uh, other, other than I won't bring uh -huh. up our 2004 softball season. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yes, it's been it's been a very good year for the podcast. 
I appreciate Greg uh, coming through and uh, having a good time with this uh, so far. You know, it could get could all go into the ditch tomorrow, but uh, <laughs> we're we're having well, fun. We're having fun now. Why would you say tomorrow? We're not recording tomorrow. <laughs> well, you could say we could go into the ditch well, right my, now. <laughs> my off microphone life is just uh, this is this is a nice distraction, Greg, from my off mic life. Uh, the off the off mic life is a bit of a disaster for the last two years, but I try to stay on the sunny side. So I, I distract myself with podcasts and so on to distract myself. We all need our distractions, right? That's life. That's Just life. a series of distractions. <laughs> now, when you say off mic, are you trying to trademark or cool? Off mic, like off microphone, and off mic, like off mic list. Are you grooving something together here that I need to be hip to? Well, you know, I can go it, along with it. I'm, I'm sure the expression's been used before. I don't think I, I coined a new phrase, did I? Hey, he's he's living that off mic life. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> or off mic, Mike. Well, I'm I'm glad this brings you some happiness. It brings me happiness, and I dare say I think it brings some folks out there. Uh, a little bit of happiness. Uh, yeah, so people seem to like it, uh, which is great. You know, uh, we uh, try to keep it lighthearted. Uh, and uh, I think people are responding. You can't say my last two years have been terrible, but we try to keep it lighthearted. <laughs> is this the going off the rails you mentioned? Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of uh, going off the rails, I, I saw an article, uh, you know, thinking of your uh, your health. Uh, oh. Did you see that article about <laughs> about about, about uh, red dye number? What is it? Uh, let me see. Red dye number 42 or what the hell is it? Red dye 40. Uh, uh, 40. 42. I know about what's 40. <laughs> red 40 is uh, an ingredient in, in one of your favorite foods, Doritos. Oh, here we go. Yeah, here we go. And they did guess. a reacts violently with peanut butter. <laughs> they did a study on mice, and they found mice that, agree with me. Well, it, it, they agree with you if uh, you're looking for gut inflammation, abdominal pain, bloating, diarrhea, dehydration, me. And bloody and bloody me. stool, me bloody stool, me <laughs> the bloody stool. You were scratching all of my itches, my bullets. <laughs> Can I put all this on my Tinder profile? Yeah. <laughs> so. Uh, I should eat more Doritos? Is that what you're saying? <laughs> I'm saying you might want to reconsider. Uh, I don't know if the ranch version uh, has less red dye. I would think maybe. Reconsider. Wait, how much, how, many, how much Doritos do you think I eat? <laughs> So much that it affects inflammation in my body. Well, you've you've been experimenting with with them with other foods, peanut butter in particular. I, I will mean, say this. you know, God knows what else you do with them. I mean, do you wrap them up in cheese? You know, that might be something I, I'm not aware of yet. Uh, maybe put a slice of ham on it. Are you workshopping some new ideas, here, Mark? I'm, <laughs> I'm just I, trying I'm to happy to hear trying it. to think like Greg. Well. I do have good news on the health front to close out this year. Um, there's still 10 days in this year. I don't know why I keep saying it. Um, I got my blood work back, and the number for gout you want your uric acid to be, for gout people, 
or I'm sorry, for normal people, it's uh, six, and mine is below that, four point eight. So, for your guess, oh, well, that 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 is good to hear. Yeah, I mean, it's taken like you know about fifty pounds of allopurinol coursing through my body over the last year, but uh, uh -huh. it worked. Uh huh. So, so that's nice. Yeah, yeah. I mean, between that and the Doritos thing, twenty twenty three should be blast off for me. <laughs> <laughs> when did um, we start this? Was it April, June? We started like in the summer, I believe. That sounds right. Yeah. Uh, yeah, June, I think. This is like a 25th episode. So, yeah, I guess so. 27th. We've only missed, I think, one week, right? Is that right? Yeah, I think so. There was some uh, technical issues we had. Then we had yeah. uh, scheduling issues <laughs> yeah. between you and Jimmy Murphy. We could not get it together. Uh, that went on for two weeks. That was fun. Some of the fun off-mic off stuff that people aren't even aware of. That was being the blooper reel, Mike. The blooper reel, yeah. The behind the music. The box I saw, set. I saw you mocking the uh, Yule log, which was uh, an East Coast tradition for many years. Channel 11 used to just show a burning log in a fireplace and play Christmas music over it. You didn't have that where you grew up? No, that is a... That is truly like a Long Island, New York thing. Well, New Jersey. I mean, it, or New Jersey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, and I like it, but this particular one was like, um, crap. I'm not going to be able to find it now. But uh, well, it, like, it was going to be a podcast, which is you know loses the uh, the appeal of looking at a burning log. So it's just yeah. going to be strictly the crackling log, I guess. If if, if you're into that. Yeah, they were like and, 11 hours of Jersey people talking about Jersey stuff. Yeah. Wow. And then, and then, which the most incredible thing is they have open mics on uh, different places in New Jersey. Mm -hmm. And I'm thinking, well, what can that be? I, I guess maybe they'll have a mic at Asbury Park. You'll hear the crashing waves, right? Uh, but maybe they'll have, you know, mics in a Walmart parking lot. Where people mm -hmm. just are cursing each other out, screaming at each other. Uh, maybe they'll have an open mic on streets in Bayonne, where people yell at yell from windows that you're you're blocking their driveway. You know, thing. You know, typical. What I think Jersey sounds. That, that's what I think of. You know, the the profanity, mm -hmm. uh, spewing at at the drop of a hat. Move your fucking uh, truck. Yeah, exactly. You Ooh. cut them online at the bagel place. Yeah. Um, a, is that a Jersey thing? I don't know why I thought it was a Long Island. I, I'd never heard of it before I moved to Brooklyn, but um, is it more of a Jersey thing than a New York thing? Or I think it's New Jersey, New York. It's it's okay. you know it's a spillover. You know, it's you, you leave New York, you don't leave that whole attitude. You know, it's it's a couple miles away, New Jersey, so it it, ca it carried over. Um, so yeah, it's it's similar. Yeah. Um, you can't get away from it. But uh, I think I'll tune into that just to see what sort of Jersey sounds they uh, include. Yeah, I, could, I like the Yule Log, but I don't need this Jersey thing shoved in my face. <laughs> I mean, uh, come on. 
Don't you have your your own version? I mean, Virginia used to have Virginians for lovers. Is that still a thing? Oh yeah, yeah, it's still a thing. Yeah, that's not a that's not a Christmassy thing. Like, you don't enjoy it. No, but it's it's state pride. Does Virginia have the similar state pride? I mean, we have Jersey strong, right? Uh, Jersey strong. Virginia is the capital of the Confederacy. It's very proud of itself. <laughs> still, right? Although not northern, not where I'm at. So that's not really fair. <coughs> Sorry, excuse me. Ooh, there it is. Yeah. Just you're, you're suffering. Up. You're suffering for this show. I, I just want to do, you know, play the heroes, you know. Limp, <laughs> yeah. Wilson limped we, on the field that day. Every, everyone can still hear that uh, you are the true hero for coming that's, through for this show. That's right. Uh -huh. I'm, I'm, I'm recording this from the hospital. Yeah, there's a nurse on standby in case, <laughs> in case what, things get worse. Whatever it takes. I tell you what's funny, though. I do have a, uh, this just occurred to me. The other day, I do have a well, warm and fuzzy memory for myself. It's kind of goofy, but my high school girlfriend and I, one Christmas, we were sitting around. <laughs> um, okay, making out. And the show called, it was around Christmas. This cartoon came on, Santa and the uh, three bears or snow bears. I don't know which one. And it was just this warm, warm and fuzzy cartoon of like three bears that were told about Santa Claus and they want to wait up for him instead of hibernating, whatever. Blah, 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 blah. And I'd always remembered some, every couple of Christmases I'd go, well, whatever happened to that movie? Was that, and I just never found it or whatever. And all of a sudden the other day it just popped up on TV and I watched it. Uh-huh. Wow, okay. So now we're back together. No. Uh I just got a I got a kick out of that. That's pretty uh that's been a hundred years. Yeah, all my stuff I remember uh it's it's still there. The peanuts, uh Rudolph the red nosed reindeer. Peanuts. Frosty. What do you mean peanuts? The oh, Christmas. The peanuts. Christmas. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Peanuts. The peanuts Christmas. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, they're still going strong. <laughs> oh yeah. And um, yeah, I don't think this whatever made the leap into like uh, you know the canon, but at the time she was like, "Oh, I used to watch this all the time when I was a little kid. I'd never seen it before." I mean, it just kind of became our thing. And you know, you're in high school, so and we're gonna be together forever, and we're in love, and we just invented love, and and, and you know, um, yeah, it it never made the leap to the canon, like the Peanuts or or, or Christmas Story or any of that stuff. But. Just a nice little memory, that's all. Yeah. Now, I was thinking for the show, you know, to share some fond Christmas memories. And it's just certain things are just so, like, they, they, they seem like from another planet. I mean, I'm sure kids don't gather around like we did uh, to go through the Sears Christmas catalog. That may not even have been a thing for your generation. Does, does that... Uh, the as a young boy, the Sears catalog was definitely a thing for me, but not necessarily for Christmas shopping. Okay. <laughs> I knew this could go sideways, and it did. It, yeah, it went sideways right away. Yeah. Okay, yeah. The undergarment section, I believe you're referring whoa, to. Whoa, whoa, whoa. I didn't say that. Listen, listen, everybody knows. Come on now. Everybody knows. Come on but now. The, the Christmas catalog would come out, and we would gather around, like, just, you know, five kids gathered around the catalog. 
every page held a miracle. And then, of course, you know, you know, we come up with the list. I think sometimes we would reference a page number. (laughs) (laughs) Product number. I mean, yeah, yeah. But I mean, is is that what the kids would be walking you through our order? (laughs) What is the current day version of that? The kids just like post links to Amazon. Well, yeah, I'm sure. Well, they text their their folks, their kid, their parents. Well, they have Amazon wish list for one. I do know that. Is there? Okay. All right. Well, I've never really used one or looked at one because I finally realized a couple of years ago, you know, I've got my little little kid empire that I'm nurturing to one day take care of me. Uh, All of a sudden, I was like, what am I doing? Killing myself every December trying to find out what a nine year old girl would want for Christmas. All gift cards. Yeah, yeah. All well, I, cards. you know, my my uh, niece and nephew are uh, college age now. They're in college, so yeah, it, it was a nice little revival of the Christmas spirit when they were young. But uh, I've been on the Christmas gift card for quite a while. Yes. When yeah, when I, it became apparent that uh, I'm not going to find anything that will be uh, pleasing to them, so just give them cash. Just give them cash. Some, yeah, I, sometimes it's just cash. Yeah, I mean, it's not even a gift card. I can't imagine know? that any of the gifts I gave these poor kids, they would not have. Of course, they're too they're too nice to say mm-hmm. sucks, <clears throat> but yeah. I'm pretty sure 100 percent rate would have rather I've just gotten the cash. <laughs> yeah, no, cash is key. Well, I would have, which I would as a kid too. Would I rather have yeah. gotten another pair of pajamas from my grandmother right. or that or the four bucks? <laughs> yeah. So now. Did you ever get, did you ever actually, so I didn't have any of that. We didn't have any gathering around and make demands from Santa. Mm. Uh, did you ever ask for anything and actually get it for Christmas? Um. Yeah, I don't remember being so charged up over a specific thing. I mean, mm. I remember Christmases being generally good times, you know, not not a, a source of disappointment. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. It, it, one of the one of the memories I was thinking about, uh, you know, I I, li- I grew up in a small bi level house, five kids, mm-hmm. two adults, so not a lot of spare room in the building, mm-hmm. and so it was always a challenge for my mother because she was in charge of this. My father had nothing to do with my growing up. Of course, uh, <laughs> generation growth, <laughs> different generation, different generation, and so. So she would have to come up with ways to hide the presence, right? Oh. You know, that was a whole thing. And, you know, God bless her. She she tried her best. Once we got savvy that Santa was a ruse. Hey, <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa. Hold on now. You can't you can't yell at me that this is a family show and then you blow the whole Santa deal on our audience, Mike. So once once we we wow. figured it out, wow, yeah, once we figured it out, it was like, all right, now, now where 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 is she hiding this stuff this year? I mean, for a time it, we have like an attic space. I think she that was really a pretty good spot because when we were real small, yeah, we couldn't get up there, you know, right. and you had to put the ladder out so you would be noticed doing this. Then oh, yeah. one year, so then as we got older, it came, became more difficult. One year, she, and this this was kind of kind of looking back, kind of a disaster because you know we only we only have 
uh, one and a half baths in this house. Mm -hmm. you know? And so she was going to lock up for the whole Christmas season, the downstairs bathroom, which is just, you know, a toilet. Um, but you know what? I, I and, and, and she had like a key. There were there was a lock on the door and it was a little lock. And but the thing was, the, the lock, we could pick it with a bobby pin. It was not, <laughs> it was not a complicated lock. So yeah. that was that was like probably the worst idea, because, yeah, once she was upstairs out of the way, the mice will play. And, you know, we we were free to roam. You know, we picked that lock. There was there was a a, a rifle uh, game. It was a sort of imagine like a, uh, a shooting gallery mm -hmm. where you set up cans on this thing. And then you had a, a, a rifle with a, like a little uh, light beam that would come out of it. Mm -hmm. And underneath the cans, if the light beam struck it, the can would pop in the air. You know, like like you got it. It was a good shot. Right. And it was a fun game. It was so fun that we we broke it out and we're playing it. Uh -oh. Sounds like, like me with my mother's <laughs> apple pie that time. Uh -oh. We were playing this game for like a week or two before Christmas. <laughs> and it must have been making it made a lot of noise. We did it in another room. We did it in our uh, utility room, right, where our, our uh, furnace was and stuff. But it's right around the corner from the bathroom. And she could hear it clear as day, probably upstairs. <laughs> but we were so, yeah, we, we thought we were uh, really slick. My, um, my mother would have said, oh, you want to play with guns? Want to be hot shot and play with guns? She would have marched us down to the army recruiter right there. Oh, want there to you go. Guns? Uh -huh. okay. Want to be a big shot? All right. Stern. Okay. Yeah. Let's see. <clears throat> well, number one, I had five people in one bathroom. <laughs> so when you say one and a half baths, if both of them have toilets, I call those two bathrooms. <laughs> All right. Um, but to me, once the kids know there's no Santa Claus, and don't worry, we're gonna edit yeah, that out. Yeah. Uh, then I'm like, I'm not hiding toys. I'm not. I'm yeah. Here's five bucks. Knock yourself out. Fuck you. You ruined Christmas. I hate you, kids. Mm -hmm. You know. But uh, good for her for keeping the charade going. Yeah. Yeah. But then it, it can go like too far. Sometimes the sometimes the uh, my my niece and nephew lived in a town where they had the fire truck that would go around with Santa. Mm -hmm. And uh, my sister-in-law would arrange this every year. And what you do is you give Santa two gifts pre pre uh, visit. And then Santa knocks on the door and presents the gifts. Right. Mm -hmm. It's nice when you're kids. Mm -hmm. But then my niece and nephew were getting older. And, you know, I'm sitting there during this thing and I'm like, wait a second, you know, why are they wasting Santa's time here when, you know, my niece and nephew are teenagers now? I agree. Uh, it was a little too much. You know, the uh, the sentiment is fine, but uh, you got to let it go at a certain point. When but did you Santa, find out there's no Santa? I don't the, know. Probably. Was during this podcast? <laughs> <laughs> You know, it, 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 the standard age, what is it, 10, 11 in there, 12, you know. Do you remember how you found out? Or? No, no, not particularly. Yeah. I think it, it it was not a revelation. Yeah. Not like when I found out where babies come from. Yeah. Uh, that, that's still in my mind. Yeah. I can still remember the day. Well, they brought in live actors. I don't know. That the seventies were a weird time. <laughs> Not your fault, Mike. Uh -huh. Different time in America. Uh-huh. 
Uh-huh. I don't remember either. I assume I was so young, I barely, because my older brother, he's like a year and a half older than me, but he was born like 40 years old. So I think he instantly knew <laughs> the idea of a Santa Claus was ridiculous. Uh-huh. And so I'm sure he told me when I was old enough to understand what the hell he was talking about. Because uh-huh. then I had a younger brother. So by the time I was, let's see, he was born when I was 12. So by the time I was 12, which is which is old enough anyway for Santa Claus, but not only, only was I not pretending, but I was, you know, helping to put crap under the tree overnight and everything. So yeah. I had a younger sister and brother. So uh-huh. but I, I don't yeah, I don't remember a specific lightning bolt or anything. <laughs> Did you put cookies out for Santa? Oh yeah. 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 Cookies out. Um yeah. Just very, Did uh, you ever develop a taste for eggnog? This this uh, is a food show. Maybe we should get it into the Christmas uh foods uh area. Yeah. I don't- I know. I, I the idea of eggnog just disgusts me. I've never even tried it. Yeah, I think I tried it once, and yeah, it's like uh, thick. Uh, I don't like thick uh, fluids. Yeah, that's just me. Uh, it'd be like drinking gravy almost. Hey, uh, that's not which right. you might have tried that. I think. I think I have. <laughs> Did you ever try to eat an onion like an apple? Uh, only while pledging my fraternity. <laughs> that was one of the uh, things you had to do. That was one of the better things I had to do. <laughs> I was just going to say, you probably enjoyed that part. Yeah, that was much like, oh, thank God, a fucking break. Uh-huh. Uh, what, are, what are other than Santa's cookies? Because we would just have our big Christmas meal, but it was pretty much the exact same as our Sunday meal. You know, the roast chicken and stuffing and potatoes and everything. I think I think I've already alluded to my my mother would do uh, since we had the turkey, we were bored with turkey by Christmas mm-hmm. and um, she did a uh, lasagna. That's right. You yep. know, and that was spectacular. Um, she would also make cookies. You know, she did the uh, peanut butter sugar cookie with the Hershey kiss in the middle of it. She did oh. uh, she did the uh, oatmeal and raisin. Mm-hmm. She did like a, uh, what else did she do? Just your standard chocolate chip. But uh, that was always a treat every year. How do you do the cookie with the Hershey kiss without the kiss melting? Yeah, that's a that's it. a good question. Um, I imagine it, it just sort of goes on when it's done. When it's, when it's warm out of the oven, you kind of plop one in there. And then I guess the heat of the cookie will sort of bind it uh with a uh but that's melting. a tight window if you pull the cookies out a half second too late then they're too cooked they're too hard and you won't be able to make a bit of an imprint to have it kind of meld together with you know otherwise you pull it out too early you know it's, well it's this a- is uh something i could probably research for the next episode i'm but- not that serious <laughs> What about, you know, I mean, the standard joke is fruitcakes, fruitcake, yeah. you know, which is, yeah, it never became a thing in our house. I mean, yeah. I think, you know, there were you'd see them show up as gifts, maybe from my grandmother. Yeah. And you try, you know, like, what is this, you know? Yeah, I don't think uh, I've ever known anybody who actually ate a fruitcake mm-hmm. or part of it. Never. Yeah. If someone gets it and they always make the joke, oh, it's the same one's been passed around. Yeah, to every family for you. <laughs> but me, I never saw anybody even think about eating it. 
I've seen people try to defend it. And I guess there there is a way to make it without it. Uh... Those people can go to hell, Mike. Okay, well, <laughs> I'm more open-minded. Uh, but, you know, yeah, it always came wrapped up in plastic and it's like hard as a rock and like, what, you know? I, I assume this was a <clears throat> delicacy for Queen Victoria, but I mean, come on now. Yeah. Yeah, we would uh, we would just do the regular dinner, Sunday dinner kind of thing. And uh, my mother would make peanut brittle. She liked that. Uh, oh, nice. Yeah, that's pretty good. Uh, yeah, I don't remember any other real foods, but, um, but but to tie this into Christmas and Chinese food, you know who loves Chris Chinese food on Christmas? Everybody. Even better, <laughs> Jewish people. Yes, I I've heard that, and actually, I mean, I a couple of Christmases ago. Uh, when my brother was sick, we did uh, participate in the Christmas Eve uh, Chinese takeout, and uh, yeah, not bad. And it, and the place was mobbed. Um, uh, I mean, I, I was aware that a lot of people. It's just like, yeah, let's let's get Chinese food. Uh, but well, I Christmas think I is the only family non Jewish family that's ever eaten on Christmas Day mm -hmm. at each other. Uh, well, I I, 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 thought, I, I broke the tradition, years. you know, I snuck in there <laughs> one year. I thought for years, I thought it was, and the reason was because the Chinese don't really mix meat and cheese together, mm -hmm. which I think is a Jewish thing, right? Isn't that? Yeah, it's a dietary uh, restriction, yes. Uh, but then I read an article once, and I think it's because they're just open on Christmas Day. All right, yeah. Not, they not as, they don't uh, celebrate the same holidays, yes. Not as exotic or yeah. exciting as my theory. But but I think I actually saw a sign in, in one of the joints I go to that they were going to be closed on Christmas Eve. And that I was like, wow, okay. Um, that's going to spoil some people's Christmases. They'll have to find another place. Great. <laughs> start changing the world one Chinese dish at a time, and that's when they start, start celebrating Christmas. Uh-huh. <clears throat> What's saw, the best gift you ever got for Christmas? Best gift? Yep. Uh, I don't know. I don't put a lot of, uh, like I said, gifts. They're nice. You know, um, I think I've talked about, uh, you know, when, when I was getting to be a little older as a kid, I started asking for records for mm. Christmas. And uh, I got the Red and the Blue Beatles compilations one year. That was a that was a pretty, pretty good Christmas. That's nice. I mean, that kept me busy for for months and months. That's a great Christmas. Yeah, it was, right? The biggest one I remember, <clears throat> my brother got a 10-speed bike one year. That was the big one I remember from our youth. Mm -hmm. I don't remember what I got. Uh, it wasn't a 10-speed bike. <laughs> uh, so you... You were, and, and it was too, the uh, 10 speed could be too high for you to uh, even ride, right? I mean, was it, was it, would your legs reach the pedals? Yeah. Oh, you could? Oh, so, yeah. he, he, what, but would he let you ride it? I was big enough. I, I just, I just didn't get one. Uh -huh, uh, right. Yeah, yeah. No, he, he let me ride it. Oh, uh, okay. Me. I don't know what I got that year because mm -hmm. I can't believe that wouldn't have taken up our entire Christmas toy budget. <laughs> uh, <laughs> 
I mean, I always joke about the last Christmas I got, I really had as a kid, quote unquote, was a hairbrush and a bottle of English leather. So it's like stink uh -huh. and your hair sucks. Uh -huh. <laughs> that was my goodbye to Santa Claus. <laughs> Now, my mother, as we as we got older, you know, it became sort of a uh, in joke was uh, the socks and underwear every year because, yeah, we weren't getting we weren't getting typical Christmas gifts anymore. Uh, and then but but then when that disappeared and now it's uh, I sit there empty handed. Mm -hmm. I'm like, I, I, I long for the socks and underwear. <laughs> yeah, the older you get, the I, more you I, know I pine. I, I pine uh, for socks and underwear when I'm sitting there empty handed. Yeah, yeah. The older you get, the more it's like you know what I could use some socks uh, and underwear. Yeah, yeah, it come in handy. Yeah, no problems with that. No. Do I you have a Christmas, favorite Christmas movie? Christmas movie is uh, is Oliver like a Christmas movie? Is <laughs> what Oliver? Is there, does that happen during Christmas? Is there yeah. some Christmas scenes in that? Is that Oliver Twist? Yeah, you know the musical. Well, I think I saw that when I was a kid. Maybe, maybe, maybe it just came out around Christmas. Well, for some for some reason anything, I associate that that movie with Christmas, yeah. and it's it's well, you know, it's anything, not the typical. Anything by Dickens has a certain it lends itself to Christmas very easily. Mm -hmm. That's understandable. Yeah, I mean they have made. Christmas movie since 1968, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I don't go looking for It's a Wonderful Life. I mean, I actually put that off for for many years. Well, I never actually sat down and watched that until, uh, I mean, definitely within the last ten years. Which I know makes me a bad person, but and that, yeah, I never really watched that until. Um, that recently. And I can't even say that's my top 10 or that I really gave a shit about it, to be honest. What's but. what's the uh, the one they show all day? Christmas Story? Story. Yeah. Okay. Now, that one I put off into my 40s, I think. I don't think I saw that until, yeah, I was, I was much older. And then it, 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 I think it, it wasn't always a thing. I mean, people who, who knew the movie liked it and but it, it wasn't being shown on a marathon uh, like it is now. I bet it, I bet it's been I bet it's been about fifteen years since they started doing that. Yeah. Okay. Well, I bet would be shocked at how long it's been doing that. Yeah. No. It's been it's been doing it. But I mean, it came out what in the nineties, the early nineties. Well, it came out in eighty three. Oh, eighty three that early. Yeah, but like nobody really watched it. Nobody saw it until they started. It started showing up on cable. Uh-huh. Um, and then it just became a uh I guess a cult classic kind of thing or whatever. Yeah. Now it's now between that and it's a wonderful life, that that that's it. There seems to be only two Christmas movies that uh demand our attention every year. I mean, you know, I'm sure there's others being shown. Love actually. What's that? Love actually. Love actually. No, I, I've never seen that. <coughs> Kettle Surprise. It has, it has a lot of problems. Okay. I like it just because it has a great set of beloved English actors. Mm -hmm. That I, And I've always said their gift to America should be doing a movie, a Christmas music, 
every year uh, for us. Okay. But maybe you're right. You know, I hadn't thought about it. Is there a paucity of great Christmas movies? Which would be surprising, to be honest. Yeah. But I'm not really thinking of a bunch of them. It's uh, I think I think there is. I mean, you know, Turner Classic Movies probably has a bunch on that I've never watched. And, you know, I don't go out of my way looking for the Christmas movie. Um, I feel like I've I've covered that that uh, category. I've seen the classics and I'm moving on. (laughs) Yeah. Uh huh. I'm running down a list of the top 100. I'm just running now like Miracle on 34th Street. I'm not fucking watching that. I've seen it, yeah. Yes. Young Natalie Wood. Easy. Um, I mean, I know it's <laughs> Don't make it sleazy. Come on. Hey, Don't hey, make it sleazy. Hey, hey, family show. I'm wholesome. I've never seen... You just told every child in the world there's no Santa Claus. Shame <laughs> on you. I've never seen The Nightmare Before Christmas. No, I never saw that. Uh, Die Hard is not a Christmas movie. I, I, I oh yeah, we got we got to listen to that every year. Yeah, I can't believe we're still having this fucking discussion. Yeah, uh, like even like and this on the list, the apartment. Do you think of that as a Christmas movie? No, I mean, if anything, if Christmas vaguely touches a movie, that is oh Christmas movie. It's a Christmas movie. All right. Well, I I recently recently listened to a Christmas album. Uh, Andrew Dice Clay's "The Day the Laughter Died." Uh, <laughs> I'll tell you what. <laughs> Have you ever listened to that? Have you ever I'm listened to that? Listen to it. I've heard. I've heard about it for a hundred years. Oh my god! Uh, but now that you mentioned it, I was doing a run through the other day. <clears throat> by and by doing a run through, I mean I was laying on my couch, staring at a TV screen, <laughs> watching a bunch of random old Saturday Night Live um, shows. Okay. I'm doing a bit of a thing, and it'll be up on extra time next week. Don't worry about it. Or this week. Of going through and showing people, because one of our national pastimes is talking about how back in the day, SNL was incredible, uh, and today it sucks. Uh Uh, And I've been trying to tell, I I think it's kind of the same. And my work has proven me to be absolutely 100% correct. It's a radical theory. Every episode, no matter what first season, third, any episode, one or two good sketches, the rest absolute garbage or just okay, perfectly fine. Uh-huh. There's a reason we see the exact same ones anytime there's a best of or whatever. Yeah, Bassomatic is great, but you got to sit through 30 of them uh-huh. uh, to get to it. Uh, and like I was watching one the other day, and Adam Sandler rolls up on Weekend Update. And he does a song. And I'm like, well, it's not the Hanukkah song. It's not Lunch Lady. Those you hear all the time around Christmas, whatever. Mm-hmm. And this one, nothing. So, but I stumbled into the Andrew Dice Clay episode. Okay. And it was, it he was hysterical. Okay. I know that makes me a shitty person. I know I'm a bad man. <laughs> not in a good way. This was that, at the height of his, uh, his popularity? Oh, absolute height. This is, uh, okay. I think, Christmas 1990. Okay. Yeah, he's selling out Madison Square Garden. Right. Uh, Laura Dunn refused to be on the show. Okay. Uh, and, and okay, fine. That's I understand. You're a woman. He's grotesque. To what? Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh huh. But he his he was hysterical. Uh huh. Um, it's it's on Peacock. Do you have Peacock? Yeah, I do. Go watch that episode. It's one of the of all the episodes I sat through working through my theory. 
that was probably the wall to wall funniest. Okay. Wow. That's a, a strong endorsement. Yeah. yeah. I've, I've been listening to a fair amount. I mean, on uh we're doing the Rubenesque, the Rick right. Rubin podcast. Yep. And so I'm listening to this stuff. I mean, you know, I saw the, the That's famous. Right. He did the, the, he did the, um, yeah, Rick Rubin was one of his, uh, you know, his benefactors, his uh, mentor. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Yeah, he was. He was I'm there. Why you would? I'm like, does Mike listen to this album every year? <laughs> no, no, I'm I'm being exposed to this at the first time for the first time now, which is yeah. I mean, I I remember seeing the uh, HBO special one, and it was a big deal. I mean, I think a friend of mine is like, oh, you've got to see this, you know, and it was a sensation, you know, and I saw it. And I was like, OK, you know, he's doing his little rhymes and stuff, kind of dirty rhymes. I, it's kind of I funny. Did, I did Dice for at least six months. The, the second I heard him and I was like, I don't know, 15 or 16, that perfect age, especially back then when anytime you heard someone say the F word. Well, that's it. it. It's shocking. You know, it, right. it, it, it shock right. value was was immediate yeah. at the time. I was at that perfect age to be like, oh, my. And everything he said was hysteric. And back then, you know, that, that whole New York, you know, was so. Yeah. Oh, I, I did not. I did dice for at least six months. The second I saw it. <laughs> Unbelievable. Oh, too bad. We don't have video footage of that. <laughs> no mean, videos the, of that. That's, paparazzi probably got some. I don't know. <laughs> Yeah, it was the eighties. <laughs> yeah, this is this is peak dice, and I mean, uh -huh. he just tissed. I mean, him. And, All right, on. I'll have to dice, do. I'll check it Andrew out. Dice Clay and John Lovitz on a TV screen together. Uh huh. Yes, yes please. <laughs> so yeah, so I I had to listen to the day the laughter died, which. Uh... Now is that actually funny or is it just? No, it, it's it's sort. It's I know sort of. The, I know the legend is he was just. Go, going down with the ship and daring everybody to listen. Well, he, he went in unannounced and, and the people there had no idea he was going to be there. Uh, I think there was a sign outside of Carolyn's music. <laughs> you know, it was around the holidays. So it wasn't his audience. Yeah. Uh, it was just a random audience. And he seemed to be going through a catharsis because he was, yeah, he, he was actually... I mean, I did see some of the uh, Madison Square Garden footage, and it is bizarre. I mean, it, you know, you've got people pumping their fists, you know, and it's like he doesn't, you know, all he has to do is say a word and they're already like falling on themselves, laughing and pumping their fists. I mean, it's weird. It's, you know, it's bizarre. Um, yeah, but no, uh, there were no casual dice fans, like, yeah, you were paying yeah, the 50 exactly. bucks to go see him at the garden. Yeah. No, you were. You were you were uh, a fanatic, beyond yeah. fanatic, you know. But uh, so, yeah, at a certain point, I guess he, he he's like, what is this? You know, like even he questioned what was going on because, you know, they, they were reacting without there even being anything demanded of him, you know, mm -hmm. barely. And yeah. so so what he does in this the day the laughter dies is just like sort of taunt them that he's like literally trying to drive the audience out. And people, some people start leaving in the middle of the thing, and then they become the target as they're leaving. Mm -hmm. I mean, the whole thing is 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 not creative in any sense. It was just crude. It's the crudest thing you'll ever hear, and uh, it, it sort of makes human sexual 
relations, all, the most disgusting thing yeah. you've ever he heard of, you know, to the point where, you know, I Eating could see sexual relations. I like this fine line you're dancing on. <laughs> you're talking about Andrew Dice Clay, but you're talking about <laughs> I'm using Andrew. scientific terms. On the E channel. You know, <laughs> just to describe how disgusting this thing is. And, to it. and and it, it you know I don't I I didn't laugh once you know I mean it, it it's it, it, you know the previous album you know with his classic bits you know the absurdity can can get me sometimes mm -hmm. where you know he creates an absurd scenario oh yeah uh, and and you know it's so over the top that you can't help but laugh you know um, I recently saw him he he's out there still doing it and. Uh, oh. He, oh. he he played he played in uh, Manasquan, which is you know about fifteen minutes from where I live, and so it was like I couldn't pass up the opportunity, and he played to about a half full uh, theater, you know, probably holds about. Uh, when was this? You went to see him? Yeah, last year. <clears throat> oh wow! That's yeah, nice. I went last year because it was yeah he was just playing playing nearby. And uh, I was like, yeah, I'll do that. You know, I, I need something to get out. You know, like I said, distractions. I look for these distractions. Mm -hmm. So uh, I went. I couldn't even get my friends to go. <laughs> <laughs> really, they, they they were just, you know, I tried. You know, it's like, hey, you know, I'll buy the tickets. No, they yeah. were they were totally uninterested. But uh, so I went by myself, which is bizarre. I understand. But uh so I go and uh, they had a warm up act and she was very funny. I had a good laugh. I was actually sitting close enough. I could have been a target because he does like to work the crowd. You know, oh, yeah. I was in a, about a badge the of honor, Mike List. <laughs> you know, and I thought about it because at one point I was like a little further back. And then I saw like a single seat open up like in a second row. And I'm like, yeah, I'm, I'm going to go for it. So I sit down. And then I'm immediately as I sat down, I'm like, oh, no, did I get too close? <laughs> Am I going to be a target? But uh, there was like a. Hey, yo, uh, who's the guy in the white hair in the second <laughs> row? What yeah. is this, John McCain? Oh, yeah. <laughs> thought he was dead. <laughs> but he, he did go after a uh, there was a parents and a son and his girlfriend right in front of me. And they became the targets. I mean, he. But it was, you know, it it, it wasn't, uh, you know, he he's mellow, you know, he, oh, yeah. he it's not the same act. And, you know, it was funny. I had a good time, you know. Well, I watched that. Um, I can't believe you saw him a year ago. That's fantastic. But I saw the show he did a couple of years ago. The sitcom. Um, was it on Showtime? Um was him. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Actually, uh, Kevin Corrigan, who I've gotten to know through the best show. Oh yeah, he was yeah. on that. Yeah, yeah. He was, and, and that was a great. I loved it. Yeah, it was enjoyable. Yeah, very good you show. Yeah. It? yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, now I'm a sucker for because I'm going in. I love Dice, but but I'm a sucker for whenever someone like him in a show has these like real moments, like a because you know it can always be the hey I do the fucking I'm the Dice, um, but I, I really love seeing his. You know, it's a sh scripted show. It's not a documentary. But I really, yeah, I really enjoyed it. He was great. His wife in it was a smoke show. Natasha, that comedian. Uh, yeah. Natasha okay. <laughs> the grown. Uh, All right. Yeah. I'm this not gonna is... say her name right. Keep it clean. Because I said his wife was a smoke show. Yeah. Well, I thought you were going to elaborate. 
Well, I can now because you brought it up. Uh, yeah, Kevin Corrigan was great. He was the best friend. Yeah. I really enjoyed it. Um, yeah, it's a I, funny I, show. Yeah, I guess, you know, I'm sure it's not to everybody's taste. But, uh, but uh, hey, let's do a little dice uh, renaissance uh, for 23. <laughs> well, he did. He was funny. comeback. <laughs> Speaking of gifts, I, 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 I was actually promoting a gift. He, he played at the Count Basie Theater in uh, Red Bank on my my birthday, my my just uh, last November, mm-hmm. and again with the same friends. I, I'm hinting, you know, hey, you know, Dice is playing at uh, Count Basie. You know, it's close by. It'd be nice to go on my birthday. No, no tickets never materialized. Oh, I think you need new friends. <laughs> What's that? I think you need new friends. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I guess I'm the weirdo of the group. That's right. It's is... funny. You don't really think of him going around, you know, doing stand up today. He's so set in time, right? Mm-hmm. Um, well, he was out of the picture for a while. I mean, he he did pay the price. I mean, uh, he, he his star fell pretty quickly. You know, the movie uh, Ford Fairlane tanked, right? And and that was sort of that was kind of uh, the beginning. And then every and then the chorus of mockery began, and then yeah, he was out of the picture for a while. Wasn't he the doorman in a John Hughes movie? Um, or was that Valley Girl? Like what before he was famous? Before he was Dice Dice. Uh-huh. Uh he was in a movie, the doorman. I think it was Really? Okay, I'm un- unaware of that. Well, I mean I mean, I knew he was out in California and he's trying to do different things. Yeah, he was a bouncer in uh, Pretty in Pink. And like he becomes friends with uh, the John uh, Cusack. No, who's the. I know. Yeah, the other kid who loves Molly Ringwald. (laughs) Can't even overpower. uh... Here's a shocker. I, I think I've seen like maybe one or two John Hughes movies. Two, I think. Well, I think I saw. Well, then, you know. Yes, but don't take this the wrong way when I say that knowing you personally, that is not a shocker. <laughs> Which do you do you think I've seen? You've seen one. I've well, seen two. Um, Maybe three. It's Uncle Buck. Yeah, okay, here we go. Is Uncle Buck a Chinese movie? Uh, if it's not, you still get credit because it's as close <laughs> to Uncle Buck. <laughs> You must have seen the Breakfast Club. I did see the Breakfast Club, and that was that was the initial turnoff. I I just really despised that movie. Well, I see, just... here's, but see, here's the problem. Um, you, there, there was a little after your time. Right? Yeah, it was. So I, I was I was I was high school mature enough to realize that these are all like stereotypes and corny yeah. stereotypes at that. But you would have been young enough. That the idea of watching a bunch of high school movies just wasn't cool. Yeah. Whereas to me, I was, uh, you know, these were older than me, so I was like, wow, they're the coolest. I'm more, li- I'm more, li- you're more liable to watch a silly high school movie now in your fifties or whatever than mm-hmm. when you're, you know, twenty one. Mm-hmm. you're like, I'm not watching a high school movie, in, you know, twenty one. You know. Yeah. So I, I can see, I can see you kind of, you know, not being too interested in all that, all his stuff. I, and I was even, I mean, I I, I, I think it's a great movie is Trains, Planes, and Automobiles. Yep. I was even late to that. Oh, you my. Know, I, I had to be coerced into watching that. I was just sort of uh, 
on this anti John Hughes thing. But yeah, I can uh, let me run through the ones I love. Mr. Mom, Vacation, 16 Candles, Bestest Club. I never loved European Vacation. I don't think I knew he did weird science, but what young boy did not love Kelly LeBrock in that movie? Yes, Mike, I'll keep it clean. Pretty in pink. Uh, and the one I don't like that everybody else loves is Ferris Bueller. That movie. I still haven't it. seen that. I haven't seen that all the way through. You're not missing it. No. Some kind of wonderful. That's a great movie. Uh-huh. Planes, trains, and automobiles. The great outdoors. Wow, he did that too. Uncle Buck. Christmas Vacation, great Christmas movie. Mm -hmm. So that's 12. I don't count Home Alone because that's a stupid movie. <laughs> uh, so we're here Still haven't seen that. <clears throat> I, I don't care about Home Alone. You don't need to watch it. Career yeah. Opportunities with Frank Whaley, the underused Frank Whaley. Uh, and uh, his last great one, Dutch. Mm. So yeah. Put him out there. I'm way, way behind with him. Yeah, I, I think, yeah, I don't know. I, I think he, he's a, that genre is a little bit like the Smiths. Unless it hits you when you're like 15, it's hard <laughs> to get to. You know what I mean? Okay. It's hard All right, to, okay. It's hard an to interesting get to. Uh, comparison. I'm not saying they're not good movies, mm -hmm. but they do hit you different when you're either that age or slightly younger, so you kind of look up to these people. Uh -huh. Like, wow, high school seems amazing, you know. Whereas yeah. if you're 22, you're like, ah, fuck these idiots, you know, whatever. Uh -huh. um, same thing with the Smiths. Nobody gets into the Smiths when they're 50. <laughs> I, I can never get into the Smiths. I bought exactly one 12-inch uh, single from yeah. Bleaker Bobs. You know, I, I heard about <laughs> them. There's like a little bit of a buzz, the Smiths. What's yeah. the song? Yeah, I love, uh, I this love Charming Donnie. Man? Is it This Charming Donnie Or, Mars. or That Charming song. Man? Which Which song is it? How meet his murder or whatever. How soon is now? That's the uh -huh. big one. But yeah, I've always felt like if you miss them in your teens, uh, you you weren't going to get into the Smiths. Uh -huh. That's kind of how. But yeah, let's add Christmas Vacation to the uh, great Christmas movies. Did you see that? You've seen Christmas Vacation. Yeah, I've seen that. Yes. Um, I am ready for the left. Andrew Dice Clay Renaissance. <laughs> I am all in. <laughs> I gave you something to do over Christmas. Nice. <laughs> I mean, there is it. There is. I haven't listened to it yet, but there is a, a sequel to the day the laughter died. Um, so day after it, the laugh, laughter died. Uh, it's you know, it's just called the day after the day the day the laughter died part two. Oh, the, the, the first one is 147 minutes of pure raunch. So if you haven't had your fill, then, you, you know, the other one's waiting for you. And I imagine it's more the same. <laughs> well, I was curious about it. Um, but, like, I, I'm, I'm all for the experimentalness of it and this mm -hmm. and that. But if it's not actually funny, mm -hmm. then, you know, I don't feel the need to sit through it. It's yeah, it's a, it's an endurance test. It was an endurance test because I wasn't laughing. And I, yeah. I'd be curious to hear your response to it because it is. You know, he was, uh, I guess this was sort of a uh, experimental thing he was doing. But uh, I don't know for some yeah. people. And, and supposedly like the one guy laughing in the background the whole time is Rick Rubin. And I think I think there may be 
So I said, so I started listening to it. Yeah, and I, that could be Rick Rubin back there. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I appreciate it. I'm glad he did it. Uh, but yeah, I don't feel the need to listen to it. Uh-huh. Give it a taste. All Christmas, right. All Christmas right. morn. Hey. Wake up. Hey, <laughs> Wake Mike up. List says, what? give it a taste. <laughs> I dive in. Give it a taste. I'm first. I, 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 I. Christmas morn, a new tradition is born. There you go. All right. <laughs> I don't need to be told nine times. Uh-huh. Works. Well, I think we've exhausted our Christmas uh, extravaganza. Well, I can't you... believe I've lasted an hour considering how sick I am. I mean, these people had to pull me out of bed. <laughs> people, but, you know. I think it revived you. Okay. I think you, you, I think I you, feel... you sound better now than you did at the beginning of the show. <laughs> I do feel better now than I did an hour ago. That's actually true. Uh -huh. <laughs> I just I just need a little 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 shot of Mike. That's all. There you go. That's a little taste. A little, a little shot of Greg, and I'm back to... No, I'm not back to normal. My hell begins as soon as the show ends. Anyway, but uh, let me get back. Let me get back to my hell. Let me get back to my hell. It's a special yeah. hell, and uh, things can be worse. I always think, keep that in mind. As, as bad as things are, always remember, it could be worse. It could be worse. That's gotten me through life this far. Yeah. Anytime, anytime someone starts getting all worked up, at work, I say, "Hey, we're not digging ditches in July." Yeah, you know? <laughs> I was watching. Uh, this is how bad things are. Uh, I watched the documentary about Xanax today. Oh my god! On Netflix. <laughs> yeah, do I need? Do you think I need help, Mike? Stay on the line. <laughs> stay on the line, Mike. List. <laughs> No, but anyway, it was an interesting thing because, you know, I used to hear people talking about Xanax and Zoloft and all this stuff. And I'm like, you know, would that help me? But then just the idea doesn't appeal to me of like changing your mental, your chemistry, and that's going to make you happy. It just it just seems uh, counterintuitive, let's, let's say, that it, wouldn't it be better to sort of learn to cope with things as they hit you? No. without without the medical uh, intervention i don't know that's just me you right. know if it if that's it helps people medicine. if it helps people god bless you you know but but there are there are side effects and there's there's people on this thing talking about going through horrible withdrawals you know after spending decades on on xanax so it is a bit of a uh, you know well yeah but that's extreme i mean mm -hmm. i think i mean if you're saying that you're not feeling so great now and may need something. Mm -hmm. And you know, there's a hundred percent certainty that right now you're feeling kind of crappy. Whereas if you go to see a doctor and take something, you don't know what that's going to be. Right. It could be shitty. And you're like, all right, I'll just go back to this. Or yeah. it could be yeah. right now. All you know for certain is, gee, I don't feel so great right now. Yeah. Well, I, I do have access to some Xanax, and I've resisted the urge to take any. Well, I don't really know what Xanax does other than, like, I get it. Um, I use it if I'm getting on an airplane. Uh-huh. That's what I use it for. Uh-huh. You, you, you've had Xanax before. Yeah, I just got some the other day from my doctor because I'm going to England, so. Okay. And, and it, puts, it puts you right out, right? I mean, apparently. No, it doesn't. It, uh, for, for some it people, doesn't, it's a sleep aid. Uh, maybe, but I've what I've I just take it, pop it when I'm getting on the plane, and it doesn't cock me out. And I don't have visions. It just 
I don't know, gives me a little chill. Uh, doesn't make me think this makes no sense. I'm in a metal tube, eight miles in the sky. Mm-hmm. This is crazy. <clears throat> I just, uh, I just chill out a little bit. Um, yeah, I don't go to sleep. I don't have hallucinations. Uh, but you only, you only take it as needed. You don't take it once a day or a certain um, amount every day. Yeah, yeah. Oh, just, just when I'm flying. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I'm not saying it should not be, uh, should not exist. It should be banned or anything. But there is. There is a negative side, which I wasn't quite aware of. I wasn't aware of like pretty much anything about it. Just that I, you know, you hear it all the time and people make jokes about it. And it's like, hey, give me a Xanax, you know. Uh, and I'm, I i don't know what they're talking about because I've never taken a Xanax. Um, yeah, I don't, but, I don't uh, know what else people use it for. But I would well, say it's, I, it's I, supposed I would to be anti-anxiety. It. Yeah. It's an anti-anxiety medication. But at our age. What I mean, what are you trying to prove? You're tough enough to fight through and cope on happiness for what? Uh-huh. They're going to give you a medal? No, whatever works. I, I yeah, I'm not against it being prescribed or anything. I'm but not like, saying it doesn't help I first people. I started with my Xanax. One time we get on a plane, my brother said, uh, "He said, why don't you see if you can do it without the Xanax?" Mm-hmm. I'm like, "Why? What? What? what I have to prove something? Why? No, take uh-huh. the pill. I feel better. Uh-huh. They're going to give me a prize afterwards if I fight through it and be tough. No." What is what is your short, the, life is short, bruv. Be happy. <laughs> what is the feeling you experience? And and it's immediate, right? I mean, they, they say it's like an immediate uh, feeling. I I literally don't feel a thing. No, um, okay. No, uh, no. That's not for all I know. If you took half of one, you'd be running around naked in a stable. Who who knows? Uh-huh. But Equus? So not, Are you not... you referring to Equus? Equus. You ever seen that movie? Was it horse porn? <laughs> What? It was no. like one of the first R-rated movies I ever saw. <laughs> it's 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 a good one. Like, look at, look for it. Show. Look for it on your your streaming service. This is a family show. Let's get back to talking about Xanax. So you can okay, make it- all right, back to Xanax. Uh-huh. Uh, but uh, yeah, we're we're at the age. Come on, life is short. What are you trying to prove? If you can be happy, be happy. But there must have been a time when you did fly without it. Yeah, and it was terrible. <laughs> right? You would you would you would have a panic attack? No, but I'd be white knuckling. Finally, I, when I flew to California, I was like, I can't do this anymore. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I went to my doctor, and I thought, yeah, you know, I'm very I was very naive about these things, and I'm hemming and hawing, and I feel like I'm meeting a drug dealer in an alley or something. Mm-hmm. And finally, I get around to it, and she's like. Yeah, you know, I'll give you some Xanax. I was like, uh, she's like, everybody takes it. Don't worry about it. Mm-hmm. So, I think probably everybody we know has it or some form of it. And again, I'm not pushing it and I'm not saying, but, you know, there's no medal for toughness once you get to heaven. Uh-huh. <laughs> Write that down. That's that's going on. <laughs> <laughs> there's all. no medal for toughness, but you need you need to you need toughness, though. You need toughness, but I also you, you can't you can't live. Here, here comes my my quote of the uh, episode. Mm-hmm. You can't live on Xanax alone. I'm not saying only live. Okay, on Xanax. okay. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but if if that or whatever, you know, makes you feel a little better, mm-hmm. what's the problem? No, I mean I have my uh, stimulants that I resort to. 
as a form of re relaxation. Um, and it's, it helps me a little bit, I would say. Uh, is it so, good for me? No, probably it's not healthy. What's good there are health, healthy ways to deal with stress. Blueberries and almonds are the only things left that are good for you. Blueberries and almonds? Yeah. I do like almonds. There you go. Back to the food. Do you ever get the go cup from the dark chocolate almonds at uh, Wawa? No. No? Do you have access to Wawa's in Virginia? Uh, there's one in D.C. actually, which is oh. weird. I don't know why they have one in the middle of D.C., but uh, they, they're, yeah, they're coming down here. They, they're always like a Jersey Philly thing. Right. Well, not even always a Jersey thing. I mean, they're, they're relatively new in Jersey and, and now they're everywhere. Um, and uh, yeah, they have a uh, dark chocolate almond in, a, in what they call a go cup, a small little cup for them. And they are fantastic. They also have a Cajun mix. Mm -hmm. uh, go cup at Wawa, I recommend. Nice little late night snacks. Boy, not I, Wawa. I mean, it's not even fair to compare them to like other "quote unquote" gas station, you know, food stops like Sheets or whatever. Wawa has some great sandwiches. Yeah, see, see, I still haven't made that that uh, plunge. I mean, I've had Quick Check. I've I've got a Quick Check in both Bayonne and Howell, and uh, I'm I'm off of their sandwiches. I mean, it was a time where it was convenient. I'd go in there and get one of their sandwiches, but now I, I can't say they're really good. But yeah, I, I should try the uh, Wawa sandwich. What's what's the sandwich to get? I mean, I usually, I mean, I, I probably haven't gotten one in a year. But if I've gone, if I've gone to Wawa ten times, I've gotten the chicken, like the grilled chicken. Yeah. Sub. Uh, very good. Lettuce and tomatoes. Yeah. Ranch. No. no. Mayo. I'm not a child from the Midwest. Mayo. Mayo. American cheese. American cheese. Oh. It's uh I mean it's it's at the top of whatever list and second place ain't even close to it. So. Okay. Keep that in mind. So we we did just did a segue from Xanax to Wawa. Are you are are you gonna get anything like that on any other podcast? I don't think you are. I don't think we're in our own category at this don't. point. Don't beg, Mike. Don't beg. Come on. <laughs> should, should, should we wrap it up, or should we? I mean, you're yelling at me that it's a family show, and you're should telling we the kids there's no Santa, and get then, into opioids. <laughs> you know. Well, uh, yeah, but before we take off, I'd like to give a, let's give a shout out to some people if we don't mind. Uh, I think Jerry, our friend Jerry. Yes. Big shout out to Jerry. Yeah. He's our inspiration, really. I mean, I don't want to say the only reason I got out of bed to do this is Jerry, <laughs> but the only reason I got out of bed to do this is Jerry. <laughs> you're not even you're not even going to pretend to pronounce his last name. No, I'm, there's no chance I'm going to get that right. Can you do Papa, it, Papadrea? Papadrea? Yeah. Oh, that's not so okay. Jerry Papadrea. Yeah. And also, uh, my little brother. Will, who's listened, I think, to every episode. Wow. Okay. Um, we got to get him on a show. Just a shout out to him. I think uh, we definitely would like to get him on the show. Uh, he's going to be with me in England. We're thinking about maybe trying something over there. But it might be tough to link up logistically, but we'll talk about that later. See okay. if that could actually happen. 
Uh, and and a final shout out to my boy Donnie Pizza Sauce, who has uh, been listening and sending great compliments to me, and really appreciate it. Um, appreciate everybody that's been listening. So I would wish. I don't, I don't know Donnie Pizza Sauce. How, how is this possible? Well, I got to know him through uh, Dave and Serge uh, Blanco. Oh, okay. Back in the 100 Metro days. All right. And, uh, boy, I hadn't really seen him, Donnie, in, I don't know, 10 or 15 years or whatever. But, uh -huh. uh, yeah, just, you know, connected. He just started listening. And, uh, uh, so, yeah, some holiday wishes uh, to Donnie and my little brother Will and Jerry. Damn it, I'm not going to say the name right. Je Papadreo. 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 There you go. Yeah. You got it. Okay. So a couple of shout outs. And, uh, I want to get in some last minute plugs for the uh, holiday. Uh... <laughs> for all the shit so... I'm trying to touch on. <laughs> you're, you're, I, hope, I hope you're getting some orders. Are, are you getting uh, some orders? Uh, I'm scared to look. Um, <clears throat> I'll say this. <clears throat> One year ago, I said 2022 would be my year. Okay. I'm not crying. I'm just trying not to cough. Hold, right. on. <laughs> Hold on. You it's talk. all right to get choked up. You That's run. another thing I, I learned in the Xanax thing is that men should be able to be emotional. Uh, let, let, let men be emotional. Don't keep it all bottled up. Come on, guys. Wait, more bottled up than you do right now? Or? <laughs> I mean, is that what I'm saying? Where, where'd you go? But we're uh, sorry. I had to get some water. I can. Uh, okay, you were you were choking. Oh, and in 2022, I released a book. Yeah, I put out a box set of maybe the most sem the seminal album of the 90s, Take 19 Age Head. Mm -hmm. And it's on Spotify, people can listen to that. Spotify, the Happy Scene. Take the my Happy Scene is the name of the band. That's right. Let's I listen to your I listen to your interviews with Will. Not, not as good as this. Yeah, you, you know, just just a little. You know, you can take constructive criticism, right? Not that well, no, for me. <laughs> but I'm saying, you know, you know, we could have done 15 minutes about the people you played with. Okay, um, no offense, but you know, we're not talking about Led Zeppelin here, right? You know, you know. So, I mean, I know some of the people you played with. I like these guys, James and Chris and, and uh, Keith. I've met, I've met them. Yeah. I haven't met all the guys you, you, you mentioned. But why not, why not some more time focused on the songs themselves? You know, a little background on what inspired you to write Jenny Fennell and, you know, uh, different things like that, so, you know. Have you have yet? You, well, you're not a Neil Young fan. We we learned that last last. Time. <laughs> but but on his his album Decade, in the album was a three album set, and for each song he had like a little summary, you know, and it didn't necessarily be about how it was written or anything, but just what inspired the song, uh, you know, little snippets. Huh. I thought that might have been something people would be interested to hear. Maybe that would have been. <laughs> Thanks for delivering that advice. <laughs> After the fact. Now that it's way too late. Well, Wait, so you skipped 
all the way to the Will interview? Well, I've listened to your music. I've had you've given me tapes over the years. I still have those tapes. Oh, that's nice. You know, I you know, I still have a cassette player, if you can believe that one. I do too. <laughs> but and so again, I've, I've heard your music. You, I have no problem believing you do. <laughs> I think I even have did you give me a 45? You you had a 45 press? Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah the, the EP was forty-five. Yeah, right on. Yeah, yeah. So I've I've got the stuff. I've listened to the stuff, but I'm saying oh, you, you, you're you're you have a whole new things. audience now, and I thought it might be something they would like to hear. Well, you're probably right. All right, that's fair. That's good okay. feedback. Yeah. Again, late, but but I'm I rooting didn't for you, it. guy. I'm rooting for you. So I I did that. And I re-released my classic debut novel in paperback, mm-hmm. um, which I don't know why it took me seven years to do it. Now that I'm thinking about it, but and on top of that, I re-reconnected with my old buddy Mike and started the podcast Egg Foo What. Yeah, which I'm not saying it's the cherry on top. It's more than the cherry on top. It's probably the whole Sunday. Mm-hmm. Since people actually pay attention to and care about this, as opposed to the other things. But so I can't believe I'm saying this, but a quasi-productive year for me. Yeah. And well, next I'm year, glad, I'm glad I could be a part of it. And I'm, I'm glad I'm glad you're getting a wider audience. I'm glad for all these things, Greg. And I'm that's having right. I'm having laughs every week. And that's important to me to keep on laughing. That's it. Keep on laughing, bro. And you stop laughing. <clears throat> You're already dying. Wow. I was going to say another quote. <laughs> I was going to say, when you stop laughing, you start dying. But <laughs> way, way, that's a T-shirt, bro. Uh, that's a T-shirt. Well, that merch store is just getting bigger and bigger. By the yeah, minute. we got to talk about merch in 2023. I think we're ready for merch. I think we're ready. I think, we'll I think the audience craves merch. We'll have a strategy session. Are we going to go for the NPR crowd with a coffee mug or are we going to go with a T-shirt? How about, a, how, about a tru- how about a trucker hat? Do we have a trucker crowd? Whatever people want egg food what on and will pay for it, they will get. How about okay. that? Yeah. <laughs> no I, yeah, I'm grateful for the show. Grateful for the laughs. Grateful mm-hmm. that everybody's tuning in, having a good time. I appreciate everybody who's uh, enjoying the show and uh, encouraging their friends to listen to it. Don't forget to hit that subscribe button, though. The, 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 you know, that's how we're going to make the big bucks on YouTube. <laughs> that was me making that noise, not YouTube. Uh, yeah. Hey, next year. Yeah. All right, buddy. All right. I just said, I agree with. Thank you, everybody. Thank you, Mike. Thank you to everybody who listens. Uh, it's been a great year, and 2023 is going to be even better. Happy, ho- happy holidays, egg foo. What? what? All right, a little better.